Previously on Reality Roundup. If we had land, you would want to be on it. Absolutely. There's no doubt about it. You would not want to be in a trailer, but you would want to be on the land you owned more than you would want to not be in a trailer. Right? Absolutely. Because otherwise I'd feel like I just wasted all the money we spent on the land. Sure. It's not doing anybody any good just sitting there. And I think we all would. know how I feel about my money. <laughs> right. We do. That is, that is well documented. If there's any question, just shoot down kind of our personal podcast title. I list. want my X dollars. It's $2, $30, $3, $300. It's right. all of that. Yeah. I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. Re. Reality Roundup, volume number 21, COVID edition, whatever we are, <laughs> we you. we are still in lockdown Quarantine. on opposite sides of the house with our people we're feared of getting COVID stuck in the middle. They can yeah. come and go. We're stuck on opposite ends of the house still. How long into this are you? This is day eight and still testing positive, yes. going strong. So. This is what Cody's running from. Right. You know, I don't know if what he's doing is right or wrong. This is after, what, 15 months? Mm -hmm. But our whole mission in life is to keep our daughter from ever getting this. Yes. And and that's where we are. She has an overactive immune system and asthma and any type of virus gives her spiky, very high, almost uncontrollable fevers, and it becomes an emergency every time. Not that we're trying to get COVID, but we were actively- Extra diligent. Yes, because of her. And I think we let our guard down. And um, I'm not sure necessarily we let our guard down, but we traveled when I think we probably- if we hindsight would be that we would not have have done what we what we did right right well i mean i took every precaution while traveling and it turns out it wasn't the actual traveling that was the problem no, right. it was the person i went to see who wasn't responsible in the way that we are and knew they were sick so and so this is the risk from Cody. So when Cody comes back, no matter what he does, we're assuming i'm just going to guess that most of the people he's around just from their I don't know, from the way they generally behave. And we know the type of people that Cody are around. We know it. Not his family, but I'm talking his business world. Those are, in general, non-mask wearing, Second Amendment. Um, We just know a lot of those people. Right. So I'm sure the wedding he goes to is not very mask friendly. They're probably not even vaccinated. None of that really surprises me. Right. His behavior, though, when he comes back, what does he need to do when he comes back? He got tested. But how long should he wait? Probably um, after three he days back. after exposure. Yeah. yeah. So. And I tested positive on my third day after exposure. You tested positive on your third day after exposure. So that's definitely consistent with, you know, the guidelines that the CDC. And I tested after one day, after two days, and after three days. So I tested all three days just because mm-hmm. I work around people who I would say are equally as high risk as our daughter, or at least I believe they are. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we were cautious and this happened. Um, 
it's weird. I would imagine it's weird to be around so many people in that family with so many different thoughts on COVID. Um, it's just have to be hard to maneuver that. I don't think you could yeah. win. And I don't think you can make everybody happy. Yeah. And, I mean, at least he drove back. So, I mean, that probably took some time. Yeah. Whereas I he, flew, so I came back same day. Doesn't he also? I mean, we don't know Cody as a person, right? You would expect him to be a speeder. <laughs> and don't, wouldn't you expect him to be somebody who would drive straight through? Oh, yeah. He doesn't seem like the type of guy who would stop and rest. <clears throat> he seems like an, he strikes me as like your, your Arizona brother uh-huh, who could probably right. drive 40 hours straight. Yeah. And, and he would, he could just go. Probably yeah, sleeping while not. he's driving. <laughs> I drive eight and then I stop for the night. I thought, so I got two real big things from this episode. One, I think we identify with personally was the, the RV leveling scenario. Oh my gosh. It was so funny because we're not watching things together because we can't be together right now, but we did have a short conversation about this, like outside on the porch, you know, separated. And we both said, Oh my gosh, same response. This is our son and us in a similar circumstance. Like this is how it would go. It would be what I would expect because at that age, that young 20 something, they just think they know the answer to everything. They've lived life. They know all the answers. And we are slow and old and stupid. You're right. And they, <laughs> and they know everything. But nothing in reality. So I well, did. What experience do you think that that, that kid has, that Gabe has, well, in, in leveling a trailer? Well, Kelly, he knows how to do it. Uh-huh. And if hey, you know, just press this button, uh, it, then why isn't it level? <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you there's two reasons why. So that leveling, self-leveling button or process is after it's at a certain point, right? Uh-huh. After you're within a certain tolerance, then it would take over. Right. I saw Cody go in there with two, at least look like six foot levels, mm-hmm. one to go one way and one to go the other. The way you level and the way you level it, you saw the feet on the bottom, and that's mm-hmm. how you get the hard level, the major leveling done. Right. And even while this is happening, you see Janelle just say, "Let's just put some boards under the tires." <laughs> so what you're supposed to do is level this thing. Really, let the on air those posts. Let the air out of the tires. She's mm-hmm. trying to put boards under the tires using the air. Now, if you have now, this is just common sense. Do anybody As temperatures who, change? Yes. So does the pressure in the tires. Anyone who lives in a cold weather climate. Let me make this simple for people who aren't. I guess I don't know. They're not haven't leveled anything before. If it's summer and you go out to your vehicle the first cold day of the year, and your tire. Or- your lights your come on. Light will come on to check your tire pressure. Well, this this happens every single day to your tires. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't level something with your tires because they're just it going changes. to change all the time. Mm-hmm. You have to take your tires out of the equation. And Janelle's not listening to this. Gabe's not listening to this. I'm not saying Cody's right all the time, but you know what he needs? <clears throat> this, for for he, Gabe to shut up. He needs Gabe and Janelle to leave because yeah, if and they, let him do it. 
if they didn't need him to do it, then it would be done. It would already, already. be done. <laughs> so we do this in construction trailers all the time. So what happens, they bring the trailers out, they set them up. And after about two weeks, we have them come back out again and re-level because the soil settles, dirt settles, it rains, things compact a little differently. So it happens that, and guess what? The earth moves. So stuff like that has to happen all the time. But I saw Gabe's attitude and you saw Cody and Gabe fighting. Mm-hmm. And I, all I thought was Cody doesn't have the patience to deal with, I think it's adults, don't you think? Is it adults in general? Well, you know, he has a lot of children who are at this age. A lot of them. Mm. Because they came from different women. So they're all about the same age. I mean, think about how many of them graduated in the same year altogether. They've they got like a, two groups they've had graduate. Nine, nine or so in college or college right. age of some mm-hmm. kind. So that's, I think that's And that's about the trouble one. group that we're talking about. Right, this is the click that he that's refers the, to. That's the, I may or may not have left home, but I'm a grown person stage. <laughs> so, I mean, I see, you almost see that as Cody and his adult relationships are all problems. Right. The only one that isn't is probably Robin, and Robin is still more of, Robin's in the mode of, let's please Cody, Right. Not necessarily. I've seen her disagree with him and she does disagree with him often, but she knows how to speak to him in a way that he listens. Mm. And I don't think the others necessarily have the patience or the willingness to have the tact to kind of work him the way that she does. Mm. It, It is probably a skill. Does that mean you know how to work me? Uh, we don't disagree very much. Oh, all right. I'm watching, see here, we're looking at each other. So I am really <laughs> eyeballing you right now. Well, we really don't. I mean, when it comes down to things that are important, we almost always agree completely. Hmm. I'm and not. where we don't, we talk it through and we compromise. So Yeah. It makes it easier, I guess. Yeah. 28 I say, years. Oh, yeah, I was going to say it would. I was going to say that it was because we've been married so long, but they've been married a long time too. And it doesn't yeah, seem to be going well. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's just so many relationships. And I think they right. didn't grow together. You right. even saw in his marriage, you know, in his little vow that he said, you know, he talked about contract and you can't change people. And I, I didn't get too deep into the vows, but he was having trouble with it. And I, he's not a fan of people changing. Yeah, I think he wants things to be like they were. And well, however I think the you reason, were. The reason that he was struggling with the vows is because, I mean, he kind of talked about it in the side interview, is because his he his own marriage has failed. And so he feels out of place then telling people how to be married to each other when he's failed at it more than once. Yes. So. I noticed at the ceremony how much that ceremony was still about Cody, right? With the attention. Yes, it was. He's definitely drawing attention. But he likes to be in front of people. I mean, he's always been that way. You know, Mm. he likes to talk and joke and be funny in front of people. I mean, look how he dances. It's all about, you know, look at me. Look at me. And he doesn't run away from that at all. No. Mm Mm-mm. I couldn't help but think as all of that was going on and I saw him prepare and hold a Bible and you might be able to help 
on this more than 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 I can, just because your history with the show is that much deeper than mine. But there, I guess, um, time that they've spent away from the church and how much you think that that has impacted their marital relationships. It probably has. I mean, they built their relationships based on their commitment to their religious beliefs. I mean, otherwise, why would you be in polygamy? I mean, it, it's a, something they've subscribed to in their church. So it was and the foundation so, of their the foundation yes, of their marriage. Of all of these unions, yes. And do you and, see anything about them going to church now or being a part of a church? Do you see it? Not since the last time they showed them in one of the family's living rooms. I think it was in Arizona having service. They did a clip of that in this but last But once episode. they moved from Utah, they weren't around their church anymore. So they started having to have their church at home just with their own family. This is great because we did not talk about this, but I left this comment on just somebody's episode about sister wives on their on their page about how I thought that if their foundation was built on the church and not on love and they're not a part of the church anymore, then the, everything they've built this on has has just Crumble. faded away. It's crumbled. Right. And that's what I said to you about Christine. How fast has she just backpedaled away from anything to do with their church and their religion? I mean, she's just completely, I'm not married anymore. You know, I mean, how fast has she fleed from the whole thing? She but says, I'm not a part of this church anymore. And that's what I'm saying. That's left behind, long gone. You don't turn that off. You have beliefs. They're a foundational part of who you are. So she never believed her, is what you're saying. I'm saying for her to be this distant, she hasn't been a part of the church in a long time. Hmm. Well, I don't think any of them have. I think this is the root of their problem. Be the thing that they founded their relationships on doesn't exist anymore to them. And uh -huh. if, if they were never built on love, then they can't lean. When the thing that it's built on is gone, they don't have a backup. Yeah, because he said at the at the beginning that to Ra, to uh, Christine that um, he didn't marry her because he loved her. Mm. It was something he thought he was supposed to do for their religion, and then the the love came later. Mm. But even what he thinks love is, and what they think love is, it's all you can see. It's just all a mess. I think. Well. I mean, you have to agree that love and in love are not the same thing. You can care about someone. There's different types of love. Even the Bible uses different words mm -hmm. for different types of love. So you can care about someone's well-being and have that kind of love. There's friendship love, you know, all, all different levels of love. But that doesn't mean you're in love with them, that you mm -hmm. have... Um, an well, all-encompassing, you love the person, you love them physically, you love them spiritually, like, you like their all hair. that you are, kind of love. In their hair, you're in love with their hair. Oh, that's Cody. Cody's in love with his own hair. <laughs> you What's notice, left of it? 
Well, you notice he has to do that to his hair because you saw the way it was in the photos with him and Christine. You saw where he had flowing hair and she, their hair was really the same. And now he's got this I, this product he keeps in it, whatever it is, to mm-hmm. give it whatever it does now. Well, he it's, says it was well, so curly. He says it gets like frizzy if he doesn't put stuff in it yeah. to keep it calm. He's going to get a weave here soon. You know, he couldn't stand <laughs> to go bald. Yeah, well, he's got serious receding hairline. <laughs> so, for me, the biggest part of this episode, and it probably won't get, I don't know, it's the Truly and Christine conversation. I completely got upset by the whole thing. Yeah. I've, I've been in this place, right? Uh-huh. I've been at a spot where I, let's just say I'd been prepped this exact same spot. Right. I had been prepped by an adult. To deal with the other adult. (laughs) To deal with the other adult. And I saw it, right? So I'm watching this conversation between, it's one of those times where you stand up, I'm sitting in a- I bet it made you mad. I'm sitting in a chair and I go and I stand in front of the television and I rewound it. I watched it again. I watched Truly and I watched Christine. I watched Christine- The way she's guiding her. Lead her into, it's the, don't you remember when I- uh-huh. It's that. When you say that, don't you remember when I, and it's a loaded question, a loaded thing that you're getting a provoked answer from. Uh-huh. And you see the stuff out of truly come back with, you did the best you could. I'm yeah, all, it's like, all, what? it's all this stuff. I go, you didn't sound like a child of her age. No. And you could go, well, truly it's a smart child. <laughs> She's advanced beyond her age. Precocious. Yeah. That's but very adult words. These are, and that's not even so much the words, but yes. And they're sitting on the bed and she, well, you can have the master bedroom, you know, all this sort of stuff. I'm like, I I just felt myself boiling. I've I've been there, Mm -hmm. you know, I've been in that exact same spot. So maybe I come at it from the child's perspective, but at this moment, you know, when she told truly, there were no cameras. I wanted to have that <clears throat> private. She yes. decides to have this not on private. camera. When true, prepared. When truly's yeah. there, telling her how great and how good of a job she's done and how she's yeah. over everything. Yeah, that you didn't get it. the true reaction. You didn't no, you get didn't. the actual breaking down. This broke my heart. You know, mm. I love my dad. Part which you know mm. was in there. We got the coached part. Uh-huh. Which yeah, just makes clear. makes me think differently of her. And it it you know, Christine is getting, I would say, good press now. She's getting good uh publicity. And I'm not saying she doesn't deserve it, but let's be for real about these five people. These five people all made these decisions to be in this situation. <laughs> mm-hmm. They went in with open eyes. They've done what they've done. And here we are. So I just feel like Christine's manipulating a lot here. Yeah. I'm not saying that Cody's perfect or great or even average or decent. Mm -hmm. But let's not just give everybody a blank check. Yeah. Because Cody is the one who's bad. Right. Exactly. And when Christine says no need to get a lawyer, 
<laughs> that bothered you too. It did. I think our theory is... Well, I mean, I said to you, I mean, we have some experience with this in my own family because mm. in a lot of states, possession of the child is nine-tenths of the law. Yes. So the person who has physical possession. access to the child, possession of them, they live with them, They all they have to do is go to certain states and establish residency there, and then they're in control. It gives them the driver's seat. And it only takes like six months to do that in some states. So I'm sure it's less than others. Yeah. So if we, they, if we they just know what it is in Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we've so, dealt with these so much yeah. of these situations. And I guess because there's four marriages here and four different things that there's so much that we've dealt with. But here's another situation we've dealt with specifically. Yeah. Right. So if this happens to Cody where they don't get legal terms involved in this custody arrangement. Then she goes off and moves immediately with Trudy, truly to Utah. Then she's there a few months, establishes residency. Truly is now resident of Utah. Mm-hmm. Christine is now a resident of Utah. Cody is resident of Arizona. So what happens is where the child is then is where all custody hearings, arrangements, intercessions of any kind then take place by the person who lives with the child. Yes. So it gives her complete control. And every time they disagree or need to fine tune their visitation or custody arrangements, he has to go to Utah for that hearing every Mm. single time. So he has to have a lawyer to represent him in another state. And that is expensive and time consuming and Utah, we already know, is not friendly to Cody. Right. So he is absolutely right in feeling that he needs to get legal representation in this issue and to do it up front before mm. she takes off. And we see it in the preview even. Christine is at a point where she goes, well, my name's on the property. I can do what I want with it. Exactly. So you see it, right? Yeah. And I'm right. not saying... And- and like Cody said, the he and Robin and the family money pooled and paid for the down payment because she couldn't get financing. She couldn't mm. qualify. So it must have been a significant down payment. So it isn't entirely hers. She's made payments on it, but there's money already in it that belongs she, to other people. And of course, she's, you know, we don't know completely their financial arrangement. And it's not entirely even up to... Cody and Christine to decide because everything they do financially, they do as a family. They pool their their multiple incomes and then decide how to spend it right. on the family as a whole. It makes it difficult. And I'm sure Cody's probably been involved in that quite a bit. A lot of it would be, it just strikes me as he's the one controlling the money. I can just see that being the case, although well, I don't he's know. The one, he's the one tax person mutually involved with all of them. So you know, I'm going to assume a lot of them moving things around is... I'm In not different saying, names and corporations and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's, going, a, it's going to be tax, tax probably right. tax savvy, I would assume. Right. So there's a, a, a probably a certain process to that. I'm sure they probably have an accountant. You'd have to have somebody responsible for managing all of that. Right. That's too much for one person to know and understand and handle properly. Sure. 
So it was enough of me to get, I was probably more excited, angry after this episode than probably I had been in a while. That Christine Truly conversation. Yeah. You know, and, and Christine gets such, a, didn't like her. gets such a free pass right now. Yeah. And I, and I disagree completely because and, I know all the years that led up to this and she was a pain in the rear end. She mm. was such a difficult and emotional person who was completely and utterly unreasonable at all times. So uh, I'm not buying it. I'm yeah. completely cold to whatever she's sniveling about <laughs> at this point. You know, and they keep everything such a secret. You know, they've all these years, they've kept a secret what Cody really does for a living. Right. You know? We talked about that before. And that Robin really works with him. So well, you don't know, you don't know that Robin's working full time. <clears throat> You could say, well, Christine watched Janelle's kids while Janelle worked. And why does Robin need a, a um, nanny? Nanny. Because, well, she was working full time too. Mm-hmm. They, I think the money that Cody, the money that they bring in, it, you can, if you really looked at these property values and what they have. Oh they, my gosh, so much. And they still estate. they still own the place that they lived in Vegas. They still own that property. They own it and rent it out. So they bought this stuff. Oh, they stuff. kept some of them? Because some of them sold. A couple of them they had trouble selling. They, they, well, it's the big one. They, it's the big house. I'm so that the big house is the one the the, the polygamy house is the oh, one. Oh, in they Utah. Rent, that's the one they rent out still. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say cuz they sold them one at a time as they could in Arizona. So or, I mean I mean in Las Vegas. To keep that house, the big house, mm-hmm. and do all these other things at the same time. There's a Well, lot. that that's a very difficult house to sell. And they knew that when they left because it's little apartments inside, but they're connected. So it's not like they're private from one another. You can walk through one and, and get into another. So it's really a polygamous house. It'd be very difficult to sell. And you it's have that, to have a very specific person. And I, it may have sold by the, the whole property. What has happened with Christine moving? There's been a lot of property <laughs> change in hands in the past uh-huh. six to eight months. I'm mm-hmm. not sure I'm completely well versed on where it stands right now. So, I the other thought thing I thought I noticed was funny was when Christine said she'd come back and they were going to rent that place out instead of selling it, and that she would come back and live there as the fourth roommate, and then she'd find a place or make yeah. a place for Truly to stay. Mm-hmm. And Cody was like, "No, I have a room in a house <laughs> for her." Did you see Christine's face? Uh huh. Uh, like she was just completely taken aback. Completely. Why would they come here to visit Cody and not stay with him? Right. That's silly. Because so. then he still isn't getting any kind of visitation. That's that's dumb. Yeah. And he doesn't want to see her anymore probably ever again. He said that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You said the preview had something big about Mary, and I must have somehow skipped it or missed it. Yes. I have to go back and watch it. Get off. It- in the preview he says in maybe a side interview that he as far as he's concerned um mary's not his really his wife anymore Mm -hmm. so if she wants to go off and marry somebody else he's fine with that he's not sure why she's still around Mm -hmm. i was like wow 
that's terrible. Because what I said to you was, she was horrible, right? I mean, she has always been one of right. those that was a, you know, rock in the wheel, clicking right. and making noise and being difficult, right? Mm -hmm. So then there was the whole catfishing thing. Obviously, whether you're physical with somebody or not, if you have fallen in love with someone in your mind and your heart, then you have betrayed your spouse, period. I know he had a very difficult time processing that and dealing right. with the fact that she betrayed him. Mm. So it's as good as a physical betrayal between them. Sure. In significance. So he never really got past that. And I can't fault him because I'm not sure I would ever be able to get past a betrayal either. Mm. Um, so he never developed that kind of love for her again after that break in their relationship. Um, cause it'd been going on for a while and she'd been distancing herself significantly from the family through all that. Um, so the, the problem though, is that while I understand his distance from her and that he could never really come back together as husband and wife, the fact is she has turned into kind of a nice and reasonable person since that happened. I think once she realized how far she had fallen Gone. from their relationship and from the family, she tried to fix it. Yes. And she has really worked on herself, I can tell, sure. because her responses to all these situations is completely different and very thought through, and mm. it wouldn't have been in the past. So and you saw her reaction have, yes. to Christine leaving. Yes. So- the commitment to the family now is 100% there for her because she's getting nothing out of it at this point. Mm -hmm. She has no kids at home. Her daughter's gone, getting married, um, you know, doesn't even live there anymore. She's got no child ties then herself with the family currently. And she, he doesn't stay at her house. She's her. not in the rotation of wives anymore hasn't been for all this time so she's getting nothing out of being there except that she wants the family unit mm -hmm. right and she it's wants probably to be part some of the financial and all right some financial ties there sure but i'm talking about for her emotionally sure and she has no physical relationship either so for me it's pretty clear that she has transformed herself into a fresh, new, real commitment. I've seen her become a different person than she ever was before. And it's for the good. So Cody doesn't because see of this. that, yeah, because of that, I feel like maybe he could be coming back around. Time has passed. Maybe he would feel closer to her or fall in love with her all over again in a new way. Because she's a different person now than right. she was in the past, clearly. But, but this clip he doesn't, doesn't seem, seem open to it. He has already just cut himself off from her. And you've seen it. He thinks of her as a friend. Hmm. And that's all she's ever going to be to him. And so a little part of me feels sad because I can see that she really has changed. And 
it took her a long time to get there and some bad things have happened along the road, but I would have liked to have seen them at least be more than friends. I'd like to see them, you know, try holding her hand or going out to dinner and just right. spending quality time and getting to know each other again, almost like they're dating. Hmm. I would have liked to have seen that develop. And I think that's what she was hoping for all along. And it never happened. You know, the two of them, I think, are just so, they're really, I think, kind of cold. Yes. And so to have both of them sit down and have a good cry, you know? Right. Lock yourself in a room, have a good cry, and come out fixed. But it the wounds are probably too deep for that. Yeah. You know, this is really why you're not supposed to have multiple wives. Yeah. <laughs> this is really it. It's impossible to maneuver. Yeah. And exactly. I think it goes back to their faith. If their faith is broken in whatever brought them together, mm -hmm. then they, there's not enough to think about how strong their faith would have had to be for those families who do stick together and stay around. Right. Or, I mean, you see the other ones. I mean, if we look at seeking at seeking sister wives, right? Mm -hmm. Well, we only saw one family make it. Right. Nick. Well, now, now that show is completely different yes. because those are not based on a religious belief. Right. That's just the majority of them are just, I want multiple wives. Yes. I got enough love to go but, around. But, but <laughs> <See now. laughs> that's their foundation and their foundation isn't broken. So Cody and Janelle and Mary and Christine and Robin never had that. Right. They had faith. Right. They lost their faith, and, and so they have nothing. They don't right. have the other because they never had that. And and he says now that he thinks polygamy was a mistake, mm. that looking back, it's nothing like what he envisioned it would be. Sidian has it right. Get together, create your own religion, <laughs> and then that'll work. That's the way to do it. Then you can just morph it as necessary, as needed. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, you get to change your faith. That's good. And you can let them out. Of, you can let them out of the basement. Uh, you know, <laughs> every once in a while, we are gonna um, go behind the wall for single life, life during lockup, inmate to roommate, and sixty days in. So stick around for that. Thank you for listening. You can listen to the rest of this episode by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 